0: So welcome, my name is John.
1: I'm Michelle. I'm Amanda.
0: And we co-founded Uplift Kids Together. Today we're talking about forgiveness. It's this week's featured lesson. And we start the lesson with an activity where we talk about forgiveness as letting go of a weight. So kids gather around and they have to do a physical activity like jumping jacks, push-ups, sit-ups, and then they have to do that same thing with a backpack full of books. And so it gives them an opportunity to explore what was it like to do this physical activity with a backpack full of books versus without that backpack. And then we have a curated video that talks about a similar activity in school and how forgiveness is like letting go of that weight. We also have a lot of studies in this lesson that show why forgiveness matters, One is from Everett L. Worthington, a psychologist at Virginia Commonwealth University. And Everett says, holding unforgiving emotions and motives for long periods can take a toll on our bodies, leading to elevated blood pressure, heart rate, or cortisol. The problem with forgiveness, though, is that sometimes it gets interpreted as not having boundaries. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about practical ways to help kids forgive without getting walked over. Okay, let's start with getting clear about what forgiveness is. Michelle, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, there's an excellent study by an author and educator named Anna Holub, and we referenced this in the lesson. She really breaks down what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not. And she talks about how it's not condoning or making excuses for being treated unfairly or being harmed by others. It's not just about getting an apology. It's not always necessarily about reconciliation. Of course, that's a great byproduct of forgiveness, but it's not a requirement. And in some cases, it can do more harm to reconcile, to come back together in the relationship. So those are some of the things that forgiveness is not. But she talks about forgiveness is, and she describes it here, these are her words, Forgiveness is a deep soul level letting go of our pain, our sorrow, our suffering. We do this because we want to be free. We do it because we want to be healthy and have peace of mind. So that really connects to that letting go of the weight we're carrying around. So that just breaks down a little bit what forgiveness is and what it's not.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. I love the idea that forgiveness isn't necessarily reconciliation that you can forgive even if you don't get back together with the person. Because forgiveness, as we talk about in this lesson, is about letting go of resentful feelings that lead to that high blood pressure and raised cortisol that we talked about. Amanda, any thoughts on that?
1: I once heard someone say, and I don't know who to credit this to, I can't remember, but someone said that forgiveness is to give up the burden of hoping the past will be different. I I just loved that framing. As long as we hope the past will be different, we carry the past inside of us. And that's an abstract concept for kids. They may not be able to really hold on to that, but we can communicate to them that forgiveness isn't condoning, Mm. it's not accepting behavior or accepting injustice. But it's just letting go of a feeling that's inside of us, laying down the burden of a feeling that we carry inside of us.
0: Have you seen that happen by chance in a school setting?
1: Yes. I once had a student barge into the counseling office unannounced in just a rage And this student had put his prime energy drink on the playground bench. And he went back after recess, he went back into his classroom, he remembered. And when he went back to get his prime drink, it was gone. And anyone who works in schools knows like how valuable prime drinks are. It's like they're the hot item right now. And he was sure he knew who'd taken his prime drink. He was convinced and he wanted me to go with him to the classroom and confront that student. And he was so upset and he he just demanded truth and reconciliation. And I at first got caught up in the mind game and the rationality, like asking questions. How do you know it was that student? Are you sure that's what happened? And there's other things that could have happened to your prime drink. And that went on for maybe five minutes or so. And then I unhooked from that and realized, oh, this student needs to feel the hurt and the disappointment of what happened. And something happened to his drink. Somebody either took it or threw it away. And he's feeling really hurt. He's feeling the injustice, the unfairness that happened to him. So we were able to sink into just feeling the disappointment of what happened and from there is just a process of letting go laying it down and softening and by the end of the conversation he even said if i saw a prime drink sitting there and i it didn't look like it was anyone's i might even i might take it too and so there's a way that just allowing the feelings to move through acknowledging the hurt can go a long way toward letting go of the hurt and forgiving. Um, But it cannot be forced. It can't be a compulsory act. It has to be a choice.
0: Yeah, I love that because it's so empowering. It reminds me of one story that I think about all the time when it comes to forgiveness, and that is of a family member who felt like they were cheated in a business deal and They held this resentment toward the person who they said cheated them. I have no idea the details of the situation, who was right and who was wrong, but I know that they held the resentment. And they would see this person year after year in this conference that was related to their career. And every time that they saw them, they would feel this resentment. After several years, this family member finally decided this resentment isn't doing me any good. I need to let this burden go. And at the next conference, they sat next to the person and they said, I forgive you. I don't hold the resentment any longer. I wish the best for you. And they really opened up a fruitful conversation between the two of them. And they both left feeling, I wouldn't say reconciled, like they wanted to be best buddies and hang out all the time. But at least the resentment was gone. Shortly after they had that conversation, sadly, the other person passed away. And so my family member was just very grateful that they'd taken the time to let go of that resentment to say, it's not about the decision that the other person makes. It's about the decision that I'm going to make to forgive and not have that resentment in my life anymore. So it is a powerful experience just to be able to completely own that forgiveness is on you, whatever the situation is. And then again, as we've said several times here, It's not about staying with somebody who's being harmful or abusive, anything like that. That's not a quality of forgiveness, but the quality of forgiveness lies inside.
1: I just really appreciate what you're saying, John. And what it brings up for me is not only is forgiveness a unilateral move toward freedom, It also takes many forms and looks many ways. So when we're coaching our kids or supporting our kids with forgiveness and we've attuned to them, we've been with them in their hurt, which can sometimes be hard when we don't perceive that the hurt is valid. But to really acknowledge that the hurt of a child is the same as the hurt in ourselves and to really be with that and be open to experiencing that with them. So asking in this situation, what does forgiveness look like for you? John, that story that you shared
2: about, you know, this family member and the way that they went through the process of forgiveness, what really stood out to me was the quality of honesty. Like being clear and direct and honest, like being honest about how we've been affected by something someone did, being honest about what that brings up for us. So that quality of honesty is really, it's really tied to forgiveness. And I think like we can even do it when we need to forgive ourselves. A lot of times, like we drop into shame and that is actually not helpful. That makes us want to hide or stuff our feelings. But guilt is a quality that actually, like if we're honest with ourselves, we might feel guilt rather than shame. And guilt actually helps us to have a little bit more neutral. Like we are not a bad person, but we are a person that has done something that has hurt someone else. So being really honest with ourselves helps us get closer to actually forgiving ourselves and moving closer towards something like an apology or being able to connect with the person that we've hurt. And we're going to hurt each other. This is just a really normal part of being human, is that we will be in relationship and we will cause pain. Sometimes we'll be the ones that hurt someone else. Sometimes we'll be hurt by someone else. So just I want to normalize that forgiveness, this is something everyone needs because we will always be hurting each other. It's just like when you're dancing with someone Sometimes you will accidentally step on their toes. And this is what it is to be in relationship. This is such a fundamental skill of being human.
1: I'm also struck with how forgiveness connects with respect. We talked about respect as seeing another in a new way, looking at a person again. And that's deeply connected with forgiveness because in forgiveness, we're recognizing the humanity in someone who's harmed us. We're turning again to them, even in our hurt, and saying, you're a human just like me. You're fallible just like me. There's a story in the lesson of Ava Kor, who was a survivor of Auschwitz during the Holocaust. And the stories in the teen section, it could be too mature for some kids, but some kids might benefit from watching it parents can decide but ava core talks about the process of seeing the humanity in those that harmed her and her family and others so deeply and it's a really powerful story
0: yeah it is really powerful any final thoughts anything you feel like we haven't discussed
1: many of the principles about forgiveness also apply the other way when it's our child that's done something to harm another mostly we've been talking about it when our child is the one that needs to offer the forgiveness but when our child is the one that needs to ask for forgiveness that can even sometimes be even harder to sit with and it's many of the same principles it starts with being willing to be with them in their feelings They might have like a sense of fiery injustice or anger. They did something to hurt someone because fill in the blank. And then Michelle referenced these feelings of guilt that come up. And it's so important to be willing to feel the guilt with our kids. It can be so uncomfortable, but really sit in it and Uh, be with them as they really acknowledge the way they've hurt someone else. And so many of the same principles apply both directions, whether our kids need to offer forgiveness or whether they need to ask for forgiveness.
0: Yeah, thank you. We hope that parents enjoy this lesson, that it's a chance to explore how each of you, parents and kids, have a need to forgive because we're going to have rupture in our relationships. It's part of the process. And so we all need to practice this skill. We all need to practice it together. And this lesson is a way to be able to articulate how forgiveness works and why forgiveness matters. And again, how it's not about the other person. It's about letting go of the burden of feeling the resentment yourself. So go ahead and check out the lesson use it as an opportunity to work through this process with each other. Thanks for listening.